This week nine NFL picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner picks Ryan real money Kramer. What's up cream dog. I'm just, I'm a little sore because we did a lot of stacking last week or at least I did. We did Ryan. We did doctor. I mean, let's get into the tout session right away. Coming off a week eight in which Ryan, hold on. Did you stretch first? Yeah. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull out a shoulder patting myself on the back for the team. Kramer beat me again, 10 and four against the spread. I'm on a heater. Hit his lock. Hit his dog. I had a, I had a pretty solid week myself coming in at nine and five. Also cashing my lock also cashing my dog. Hello, but really we did a damage as a team. Once again, four and one in the circa millions contest moved on with our survivor pick the Kansas city chiefs. That was pretty easy. And obviously four and one as well in the odds shark capper cup where we have a, uh, we're hanging on to first place in the odds shark capper cup. Although our, our buddies uh, over at the ninety eight five uh, podcast, couple a uh, couple chatterheads over there, they're uh, they're nipping Fellow at our heels. Right? Uh, look, I when I saw that I only got four wrong this week. First thought was, God damn it, one of them made oh it onto the card. God. <laughs> God damn it, we could have had a five and zero oh week. Uh, Sean, we uh, as I look at the standings in the circa million, we're 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 almost. Is it exactly halfway through the year? Kind yep. of. Well, I guess what this is one more week and it'll be halfway because there is the bonus week of Thanksgiving. Well, that's for the survivor only, yep. Sean. Uh, we are in fifty sixth place. Wow! And you know, I, how meaningful is that, Lawrence Taylor's oh number? Which you know, Lawrence Taylor is a dirty, dirty giant. Oh, but on. I, I mm. even I'm willing to reach across the aisle and uh, <laughs> reach out to a, a man who really epitomizes the hashtag Dejanzoli. <laughs> I mean, the guy is such a pimp. That when he was arrested for soliciting a prostitute who happened to be a minor, yes, his wife came to his defense, stating, "What's he supposed to do? <laughs> Card the bitch? <laughs> That's a woman, uh, and and he, she's, she's cool with golf, yeah, and prostitutes. What else? Are, I, 
Come on now. LT is really living the life. He's a, he's a retired NFL player. He just golfs all day and he gets the free pass yeah, for unlimited whores with his wife. It, it really is a and he gets to act in Adam Sandler movies. Uh, and anytime he comes on an NFL program, it's just to talk about how he used to not give a fuck, show up to practice in the clothes <laughs> he was at the club with. It, it's just it, he's leaned into the persona and yet he's still he is a one hundred percent the most beloved giant well, of and, all time. You know, Bill Belichick, there rarely will he actually oh. like talk about a uh, NFL player that he really respects or go off. You know, he's a very tight lipped guy, but doesn't do it about Tom Brady, just to give you an idea of who he won't do it about. And, and it, it's a couple guys that really trigger him. One is Gronk. Like if you talk to him about Gronk, he fucking loves Gronk. But Which Lawrence is Taylor, so funny. Well, because he he loves that Gronk is also a blocking back. <laughs> and uh he probably also likes the fact that they drafted a tight end uh, in the second round. Yeah. That was a high pick that didn't go on to become a murdering sociopath. So hel- helps bury the Aaron Hernandez lead. Well, coming uh, out, you would you, you ask a hundred people who's going to last longer Gronk having these back issues. That's why he fell in the draft. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez is this all world athlete coming off one of the greatest teams in college football history. Well, and, and Bill Belichick, like me also, you know, and again, sh- happy tight ends day to, um, mm. to uh, my boy, Rob Gronkowski. I think he appreciates the fact that when you think Patriots tight end, it's actually Gronk comes up in your mind before Aaron Hernandez. That's how good Gronk is. Like right now, if you just said Patriots tight end, Gronk is the first name that pops into most people's head. The other, the other reason you know he's good and he's respected is he often gets compared by the older NFL crowd to Mark Bavaro. Yeah. And Mark Bavaro, while somehow he managed to play for both the Giants and Eagles, definitely yep. more remembered on the Giants, but getting compared to Mark Bavaro is a high compliment for for if you want to be a grown ass man. Yeah, I remember uh, back in my playing days, I I tried to you, compare myself to uh, Mark Bavaro, uh, 1993 <laughs> key year uh when he, you know, made the switch to to tight end for the Eagles. I'm pulling it up now. 43 catches, six touchdowns. I mean, back in 93, that was a pretty damn good year for a tight end. I have memories of just watching for some reason, a friend of mine had a VHS tape. That was just Mark Bavaro highlights, (laughs) which back then you didn't, you can go to YouTube and just watch highlights, but we somehow came across this like highlight reel of Mark Bavaro, just carrying people on his back. Anyway, we've lost our way, Sean. We were touting. uh, We are awesome fact. Uh, I am now. I'm, I'm on a heater, Sean. After you defeated me the first five weeks, yeah, I've back to back weeks. Uh, no, three in a row. Three please. in a row. Wow. I'm on the turkey. Oh, you're right. I'm on the turkey. A little early for Thanksgiving, but I mean the fact that this uh, this circa ride continues. Yeah, unbelievable. Sixty-seven percent in the circa millions. Felt like we should have gotten some guys knocked out in the uh, Survivor with the whether the the fucking Giants. I mean, come on. I've, and again, the Eagles, they were one of the uh, bigger selections. So yeah, that was a nice serious. little break in case of emergency. If the Eagles <laughs> did lose to Ben DiNucci, at least yeah. I would uh, still hold on to the fact that knock out a large portion of the uh, survivor contest and get closer in the, uh, in the circus survivor as well. But one last tout of myself, Ryan, my lock percentage, 75% okay. acceptable tout. 75%, six and two in my NFL locks. Just feels good, right? Feels yeah. good to be alive right now. I mean, uh, the thing that I would tout about myself, well, first of all, the thing I would tout about both of us, we've destroyed our teases. 
Yeah, quietly. Normally, uh, normally tease is not a not a strength. And and last week it was we were so on point. It was just Green Bay. Like that Green Bay spot ruined a lot. Our of only things. our only trip up. But bro. what I would say, Sean, is I have now hit fifty percent of my. Do- we're eight weeks into the season, and I'm giving you fifty percent on dogs that I'm plus two hundred, plus two fifty. Let's go. Oh, and if you missed the recap show, I oh. mean, it was a uh, it was a funny sweat because. I uh, Kramer threw it out on the podcast, but I also liked it as well. I got down on that double dog, the Miami mm. and Denver, both oh. of our dogs parlayed together, cashed that, and I also had oh. Miami and Pittsburgh, who I really liked as well. Touching double dog there, money line. But just watching that game with Justin Decker as the Chargers, as uh, the Chargers unraveled, uh, it, was, it was brutal. It was tough, John. San Diego. Uh, Superchargers. Charge. La- last bit of touting: uh, a rare degenerate move in-game wager of Denver plus nine hundred came came <laughs> through for me. Uh, Sean, I will say, in a week that the dogs did well, it feels like the sharps once again are left home with their fucking ass napkins stuck in their ass cracked. Well, and and we're accused sometimes of being uh, Sharp. squares. Oh. Uh, in the in the betting community, but I mean, we are had we? a we had a big we had a big week and a week in which dogs really cleaned up. So maybe they're chalky dogs. I don't know. All I know is we're just fucking dominating and it feels, you know what it is? These amazing, you know, this is the perfect analogy, Sean. Some people, some coaches, they show up to a team and they say, I have a system that works and they can only work within their system. Mike McCarthy. Good, good example of that. Then there's people who come and they adjust their system. When sports get shut down, they say, okay, I see you. We're gonna make sports. Create the simulations over the summer. Mm. We come to COVID times and people are like, nah, it's so much harder to play fantasy football. <laughs> we say shut the fuck up and we still give you stone cold cashed DFS lineups. And when it comes to handicapping the NFL, more so than ever, Sean, my situations have been on point. The gut has been on point. And if you just fucking listen to us and fade the Dallas Cowboys every <laughs> week, you would be up eight. God damn, you know, mechanical parlay. That's an eight. Ooh, leg. that's an eight leg. We're on right now. That is uh pretty sweet. Could we reach the dream scenario of watching the Cowboys? Not only <laughs> go, not just go. zero and 16, because that would be amazing. That would be more amazing than losing 16 games. Oh, and 16 against the spread. That is truly the spread. a historic feat for the Dallas Cowboys. You were about to do something. No, I mean, uh, I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to uh, the free roll football contest updates. Ryan, are, are the updates ready? If not, I can do the, uh, my bookie read. We're do doing my bookie read and give me a second. We're doing this live over on YouTube. So uh, if, if you want to, uh, you know, maybe we're going to try to be doing more of these live YouTube shows where you can chat with us. Tell us we're assholes in person, live, ask and some, I, ask some questions and uh, already getting some questions here in the YouTube chat. Zora law wanting to know Wentz Island or golf Island. How dare you, that, sir? That feels dirty. How dare you? Carson Wentz getting the W's when needed Jared golf, much better. Uh, team surrounding him and still not being able to get it done. But we were all over, over that Miami. The situation was perfect. I mean, when they were showing the shots of the uh, dolphin sideline and the Ram sideline and the difference in heat and temperature and what it felt like, uh, you knew we were onto yes, something please. there and you know where else we're onto something well, I mean, right now we're as hot as the Rams side of the sideline in Ooh. Raymond. Uh, was it Raymond James stadium? No, that's Tampa. Whatever Miami is, Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, I'm gonna call it Don Shula Stadium. Fuck it, <laughs> he's the man. 
You know who else is the man when it comes to being an online sports book? MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP. MyBookie.ag, home of the DGen only prop bets. We've been giving them out again. They're fifty to one and up. That is what qualifies as a DGen only prop bet. Uh, tons of fun player props. We've been giving those out. If you listen to the recap show and the Monday night props. Again, I went two and uh, two and one against. I, every week, I'm going two and one with these Monday Night Football props. There's always one that trips get me that. up. You're gonna get kind of get the clean slate, and one of us, I predict, will get Ooh. a DGen only prop bet, and we're gonna cash it over oh. at mybookie.ag. Should have hit that Daniel Jones one. So close. We're gonna get one of these. But mybookie.ag, that's where you go if you want to play, win, and get paid, and that's our formula. Use the promo code SGP for a fifty. De- percent deposit bonus ka freaking ching Ryan are we up are we ready to go with the we're, updated we're, results we're, uh, we're good enough uh yeah the website will the website update will come all right oh, I, I like just hit, I, I kind of like that a little different with the music I like the dramatic read for the contest of course this is the free roll football contest presented by betsperts Ryan what are we looking at who won week eight? And of course, winner of week eight, get some uh, free SGP merch. Email us podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to claim your prize. Well, Sean, in first place for the week, we have two people Chris Kane at 12 and 2, tied with wow. Fat Tony 15. Shout out to Fat Tony. Both of those fine gentlemen, maybe a lady, maybe Fat Tony's a lady, getting some SGP <laughs> swag. And it, on the main leaderboard, Sean, bit of a mess. Had to sort some people around, but I believe I have it right. I believe tied for third place with 69. 69. Nice. Correct picks. We have gambling engineer Andreski and its dubs. In second place, Mikey CP six two two with seventy correct picks, and when in first place, all alone, seventy one correct picks. Probably not feeling all that good this week. Wolverines two thousand nineteen once again. Har- <laughs> I mean, at this point, if you're a Wolverines fan, Harbaugh has to go. He has to go. Has to go. One from Walgreens is falling down. Oh no! Hate to hear Sean. that, Ryan. Uh, he's he's outside the top five. Outside the top five. All right, and that's the updated leaderboard in the free roll football contest presented by Bet Spurts. Oh yeah, baby! All right, oh, let's yeah. do it, Kramer. Let's talk NFL Week Nine. We're here. I mean, just the other day, it feels like we were talking about whether or not we would have an NFL season. We're already knock on wood. If you're <laughs> yeah, we're already uh, halfway there. And uh, man, it's uh, it's flying by. This could be a tough week. This could be a tough week. <laughs> that I I was waiting for. Uh, no, that, right? no, I mean from a COVID perspective. Oh, okay. I'm getting some bad COVID vibes. Feels like we we've kind of gotten off pretty easy in terms of like the weird injury news, late game cancellation. So yeah, I I, I worry this week could be a week for us. But let's look ahead to Thursday night, Sean. The Green Bay Packers heading to San Francisco, heading to Aaron's home. NorCal, as they like yay to call area. it, the Yay area. Uh, San Francisco was minus one on the look ahead, and then everything went to shit. 
Green Bay is now minus seven. Maybe a little bit juice on that seven. Minus three fifty on the money line. Plus two ninety for the Niners. Forty eight and a half is the total. All right, Sean. Th- this is so. This is this this game epitomizes the week to me. Mm. There's the obvious side, and then there's the side that everything else is pointing me to. I'm gonna give you a, a, a quick nugget. S- uh, in the game what, last year, what thirty eight was it? Thirty eight to seven. Am I getting that right? The playoff game, thirty-seven to twenty. I'm sorry. Yeah, it ended up getting closer, 30, but they but really got blowout. they absolute they got blowout. dominated. There are absolutely zero people available for this game who touched the ball in that last game. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing nugget. I saw that on Twitter. I, I think it was Twitter. That's an amazing nugget. Uh, you sprinkle in on the top the revenge angle. You sprinkle in on the fact that. Green Bay is just fucking fire. And you sprinkle in the ridiculous amount of injuries. Well, injuries and COVID stuff. I mean, if you didn't hurt here, Brandon Ayuk is out. Debo Kendrick Bourne. Debo Samuel's out. Kendrick Bourne was out for non COVID related stuff. And then Trent Williams left tackle. That's not good. Trent Williams. That is not good. Uh, Walter football pointed this out. And I really like the logic. I mean, I was going to take, I always love taking a great quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, a yes. rod coming off a loss, much like we liked taking Russell Wilson yep. uh, coming off a loss against his same San Francisco team. And it's a similar situation because you know, green Bay, they don't have any running backs. They're dealing with the COVID situation. Sounds like Dexter Williams will be the guy, but uh, I mean, I think I think the Sandlot ball in the same way that DK Metcalf had himself a game against his 49er secondary. I expect Devontae Adams to have a big game. I expect our boy Tunyon to have a big game. Tunyon. I think he's going to take over uh, some of the work in the red zone or maybe that short passing game. I think they could get him involved in the screen in the screen game. And I, I just think now Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins is in trouble. No Kittle. I mean, no receivers. If you're Green Bay, Dwelly, he's got Dwelly. Maybe Jordan Reed coming back, Sean. Don't you just load the box if you're Green Bay and force Mullins to beat you? The only thing that's scaring me, Rogers, 31 and 15 against the spread after a loss, 20 and 8 against the spread. Uh, If you factor in spreads lower than seven and a half, the only thing that's possibly scaring me away is Thursday night has been so good to the dogs. And honestly, who is betting the 49ers right now? I got Green Bay minus six and a half because again, I am in the sports gambling podcast Slack channel. I got the early jump on the uh, on the COVID news, thanks to some of the guys in the NFL channel. Got the bet in before they took it off and uh, reposted it. And again, I, I think no Fucking Sean Sharp Green. We should go. How does how does San Francisco put up points? I know I know Green Bay's defense has struggled, and San Francisco shut down their facility. So you have Nick Mullins. They're not practicing. Yeah, and he's going to have no chemistry with these receivers. There, I mean, Hasty didn't look great as a running back. I, I just think Shanahan's going to have to punt on uh, this game. And be, so th- this is what I was talking about: the the seven and one road dog trend, and the fact that this is just a tailor made matchup for Shanahan to overproduce because of what his offense can do. They just don't have the parts right now. Yeah, they don't have the well, parts. and Trent Williams too. You could talk me into maybe they'd be able to push around Green Bay. If they had some of their higher performing running backs and a left tackle, and, last, and a left tackle that hasn't practiced all week with the ones. Last year, they scored 37 points in both their games against Green Bay. They beat the shit out of them both times. They ran, uh, they got six and a half yards per carry. 
but they just can't do that this time. Like that's that's the part that's missing. Road dog seven and zero. Oh. Seven and zero oh in the last seven. Of course, the first game, Kansas City, Houston, was the only favorite to cover. What did we see in that game? A bona fide stud at quarterback playing against a team that was just outmatched. And I, I think that's what we're going to see here. I think Aaron Rodgers wants nothing more than to put up a lot of points to say "fuck you, mom," "fuck you, dad," "fuck you." What's his brother's name? Jordan. <laughs> it just feels like a huge revenge spot for them. Last thing I'll say: Green Bay six and two in the last road game. Uh, last eight road games too. They're just. This is a game that I, I I ignored all of the data because there's just too many people hurt. There's, yeah, everything is going to point the other way. And Sean, if you want to feel better about the money split, per, the the bet percentage split is sixty four thirty five or sixty five thirty five right now. But the money split is crazy. So people are betting the Niners. Yeah, and I, I guess I just don't see that angle. So yeah, give yeah, me the we're, green. We're aligned. Give it, get, let's go favorite again. We'll we'll get this one wrong again together on Thursday night football. It just seems like one of these teams will be ready and one won't. Seattle, no. heads, heads the Buffalo, where Seattle was one and a half on the look ahead. It's now three against this Bills team. Plus one thirty at home. Fifty five is the total. Unlimited. I mean, what are we doing here? I'm, I've seen this bounce around a little bit. It was two and a half. It's three. It's two and a half. It's three. Um, I, both of these teams seem like the same team. They have bad defenses and they have fun electric offenses. Um, <laughs> I don't know if the Bills' offense has been electric as of late. <laughs> Not lately. Put but up 18 points on the Jets. Didn't score a touchdown. They 24 <laughs> points against the Patriots at home. I mean, compared to Seattle, Seattle's offense is electric, but. I think Buffalo's defense is a little bit better. Here's the thing. Like, you know, Seattle is just in my mind, Russell Wilson on another level. Uh, you pick, you pick DK Metcalf. I still kind of think it's going to be a Tyler Lockett game. The numbers would indicate that Lockett has a better matchup and will probably be the he- more heavily owned guy. And, and maybe, and maybe you're zigging, yeah, you know, you don't understand the contrarian angles. I do. Uh, Jamal Adams. It sounds like he's going to play. I think yeah. that's huge for Seattle. You know, Bobby Wagner is kind of getting it going there, but I mean, they just played that game against the 49ers where the defense finally played physical, yeah. really kind of left it all out on the field. You could make a similar case for Buffalo. Like they, there was a, it was a division game. They finally kind of won against, you know, beat the big brother. Although is he still the big brother when it's uh, cam Newton, uh, Seattle has the Rams next week, possible look ahead spot here for them. You know, now they have to travel to Buffalo. Although the weather's not going to be an issue, it it, it just <laughs> feels like a horrible spot for Seattle. And the Bills really should be able to throw the ball in Seattle. This is a road non-conference game sandwiched between at Arizona, San Francisco, at Buffalo, and then they come back at Rams at Arizona. This is the worst kind of road spot for Russell Wilson. I I love this team. But Josh Allen's going to go off. I, I there's a reason I played him as my quarterback, Sean, in the Dgens only Superflex Dynasty League. We are playing Singletary and Moss this week because this game's going to have points. Yeah, this is an absolute letdown spot for Pete Carroll and this team. They've been going 110 mile an hour all year. Russ is still going to cook. I just don't think the defense is going to be there. I think this is going to be one of those games where we're going to walk away and maybe even be puzzled. At a minimum, getting three at home with this Buffalo team always feels good. So let's. let's yeah, I, I guess I'm worried we're going to see a game similar to uh, when Seattle went in. Flat spot, Sean. Seattle went into Miami and they 
and they, you know, Are Miami you comparing kind of, Miami and Buffalo right now. Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. Can I tell you in the this situation? Yes. The heat and Miami plays a little bit of defense. That's true. But Buffalo's offense should be a little bit better, uh, especially with how bad Seattle's defense. I'm I'm with you. I'm going to take bills. Plus three feels a little dangerous. And again, we're going against Russell Wilson, which I don't know what, I don't know what we're thinking there, Ryan. Well, what do you, what, if you had to guess what's Russ's against the spread record this year? Ooh. Uh, and what, what's their actual records? Five and two. Mm-hmm. I'd say they're four and three, five and two, five and two. There yeah. So they've been, they've been pretty solid against the spread. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Buffalo's fraudulent. Maybe they're fraudulent. I just, it, it to me, it's more, spot. it's more about it. a letdown spot. So yeah. yeah, I'll go with you. Buffalo plus three. Oh man. This means we can't take Seattle in the contest this week, Sean. Denver. It's probably good to lay off it. <laughs> That that team is dynamite. I mean, they're they're fun to watch, but they're fun to watch because they just don't play defense and they play all sorts of offense. The Broncos, they head to Atlanta coming off that Thursday night win against Carolina. The look ahead here is four. It's down to three and a half. The Falcons minus one ninety on the money line. Denver plus one sixty. Fifty is the total. Oh man. We 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 said a lot of times, boy, Drew Locke really sucks. <laughs> I know. I did watching that game with Decker. Oof. I, I did say, why did I ever think Drew Locke was good? However, oh, here we go. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm kind of leaning uh on the you, Falcons. First what? off. Oh, okay. Um, or sorry, on the Broncos here. You shit on my uh Drew Locke, Noah Fant DFS stack idea. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Maybe that was Adam. That no, was uh, AJ AJ Bouye is out. So I, and Calvin Ridley is out ish. It's looking like, so I think it could be a big spot for Julio uh, Denver though. Ryan, you like this nugget six in adjusted sack rate. I think they're going to be able to bring some pressure against this Falcons team. And I, I just can't in a field goal game. I just cannot take Are we laying the Falcons. I, I, I just can't take the Falcons and there's already, there's more drama. I don't know if you saw uh, McKinley, uh, the um, he wants out for some, or something. Right? Yeah, and he was tweeting out. He goes, "These quote Atlanta uh, at Atlanta Falcons turned down a second round draft pick when I requested to get traded last year. The same Atlanta Falcons turned down a fifth and sixth round pick from multiple teams when I requested to get traded this year. I only have seventeen and a half career sacks." I just thought it was funny because he's almost like shitting on himself. Yeah. Like I'm not that good. Why are you hanging on to me? He's kind of making fun of himself there. Yeah, and and it's Atlanta coming off a win. I mean, it, it's it's scary to take Denver because they're coming off a win in a game they probably shouldn't have won. But um, Atlanta is. I, I'll say this. I I'm, I'm not. I just I hear what you're saying. I hear yeah. a lot about Vic Fangio is a is a is a solid coach. It, Vic Fangio and this Falcons team Solid love defense. blowing games, and I think both these teams could blow this game, and that's why I like taking. But here's what here's the, the points. You just happen to you just you're fresh off watching them, yeah, play the Chargers, and and it's it's completely altered your opinion of this team because if we just watched the first half, you would you would be running to the window to fade Drew Locke. Well, but the I would Chargers say Chargered the Chargers Chargered. But couldn't you make a case that the Falcons are the NFC version of the Chargers, a team with tons of talent, a team with a dynamic uh, quarterback that has uh, is able to pass on teams, but really their defensive secondary is dog shit, and they collapse in the second half. Like they are the NFC version of the Chargers, and I'll once again take Denver and the points. You're going Atlanta. I am gonna lay the points with the Falcons. I think the defense is mildly improved, and I I, I really just want to fade what just happened with Denver. 
yeah, a that's fair. Comeback like this, Matt Ryan. I I know you said Ridley's out. I think the offense is going to be able to move the ball if they can play a tiny bit of defense. This might actually resemble a blowout, Sean. I, I think they're. I think Denver is going to be able to get a pass rush on uh, on Matt that Ryan, and I, and I think it'll be the difference. And their run defense isn't actually that bad, so I I think I think it'll uh, I think it'll work out well for him. Well, it sounds like it. Sounds like you you think it's going to work out really well. Yep. You, you you forget that I just I just told you earlier I bet nine to one in game and they they cashed. I was that there. Feels I was there. I watched. Feel, you're chasing. You're I watched chasing Decker points. unravel. Tennessee hosts Chicago, where the Bears plus six, plus two hundred five on the money line. Tennessee minus two forty five. Forty six and a half is the total. Sean, I don't know if you saw this. But prayers to Mitchell Trubisky, who somehow managed to get hurt. They are concerned <laughs> it might be structural. Oh wait, really? He got hurt? Yeah, I didn't see that. He hurt his shoulder in the <laughs> one snap he played. He did like a two-yard read option, and, and they fear, which hilarious, right? Because people are talking about how Nick Foles could get benched, but guess what? Mitch, he might have structural issues in his shoulder, <laughs> so he might not be playing anymore. Look, uh, th- this is all. Uh, this is another one where you just have one team where their offensive line is just destroyed. The Bears are going to be uh, left guard, torn pack, right tackle, knee, uh, right tackle, fill in right tackle, COVID. Uh, it sounds like a feedy uh, COVID contact tracing is at risk. Uh, the center is bump banged up. The backup center is banged up. Th- this is just a bad spot. Uh, the Bears, an, a team that is has been, we've been screaming from the rooftops. They have to regress at some point. They have a negative point differential, and yet they have a winning record. Uh, maybe it comes fast here. Maybe maybe the injuries, just like we didn't like San Francisco on Thursday night, this might be a tough, a tough spot to get behind the Bears. Ooh, completely disagree. I'm all over the really? Bears here. Yeah, because Tennessee. Chicago may be banged up and the points and Nick Foles is a statue, but Tennessee dead last in adjusted sack rate. They're going to struggle to get the pressure. And you mentioned offensive line injuries, Ryan. I thought you were going to lean into the fact Mm. that the Titans team has not been the same without left tackle Taylor Lewan. And you're going up against these great edge rushers of the Chicago bears defense. Um, the speed of the game on that long turf in Tennessee, I think, is is kind of leaning into the Chicago uh, dynamic. These are the same kind of. They're both Smash Mouth teams. They're both fair. Smash Mouth teams, and I'm going to take the team getting six points here. Yeah, Foles is a statue, but where does Tennessee struggle? They struggle with the deep ball, and Daryl uh, Darnell Mooney, that kid's a legit deep threat that Foles has been able to hit on and off. Uh, you know, the Titans traded for Desmond King, which I think is a decent trade, but is that enough to fix their defense in one week? I don't think so. And Ryan, where's your laminated schedule card? Because you would be looking at the fact that Tennessee don't, don't tell me the look ahead has the Colts on a Thursday night game looking ahead. And right last but not least, Ryan Tannehill. Three and ten against the spread as a favorite of five or more. Well, I, the I, dogs will be barking. I just in went Tennessee. to this well last night. I I think the the offensive line issues for Chicago will allow them to get a pass rush, and I think they're the number one adjusted line yards uh, that their offensive line sports is going to be able to push the Bears defensive line around a little bit. I think your points about the pass rush are valid. I just don't know if they'll get there because it could be a Derrick Henry. A rinse and repeat game. Give me more. But I, I like. I mean, why did why did Tennessee why was Tennessee not able to put up points against this Bengals team? It was a weird game. 
Okay, I would say it's because they're, they're missing yeah. they're missing the left tackle and Maybe. and that's that's impacting their offense. Maybe I I just think that the game got away from them and and the game script changed. I think in this one they're going to come Derrick Henry early often and and, and again the same reason I took Bengals plus six last week. I, I can't take this Tennessee team laying six because of how bad their defense is, how bad their kicker is. Uh, in a six point spread, the, a field goal here or a field uh, yeah. goal there no, could make the difference. You you could be right. I'll I'll just remind you of what Nick Foles has looked like so far this year. It's been tough. He hasn't looked great, but I think this is actually a good matchup for him. Road non conference spot. Yeah, but okay. six points is a lot for this Tennessee team, who again, in a weird way, kind of similar to Chicago, where high level of uh, fraudulent activity. When you if you were talking point differential related to their win loss record. No, I mean they're they're two and five against the spread. Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's value on this. That's how it works. Oh, I I thought you're pointing out that they're not Minnesota. a team good at covering spread. Minnesota hosts the D. Uh, to be fair, I, I n- not a game. I'm looking. I'm running to the window. Minnesota heads uh, or home. They're hosting Detroit. This one is off the board as we speak. It was four before the Stafford news broke. It sounds like, barring a another positive test. He will be okay to play Stafford. Stafford has time to get back. Oh, okay. So I, I thought he was, he was put on the COVID list. Was it because he tested positive or he was next Stafford to was placed on the, yeah, I, I knew you were going to ask this question. John Stafford was placed on the COVID-19 list on Wednesday after he was considered a high risk, close contact of a family member who tested positive. Oh, okay. Stafford's last contact with this individual was on Monday, and he still has a chance to play after clearing the five-day isolation period, assuming he does not test positive between now and then. Backup would probably be Chase Daniel, maybe uh, Mr. David, David Blow, Blow. <laughs> our guy. Um, th- this is uh, without that news. This is already a game I'm looking to take Minnesota because. This Detroit offense is a different offense when Kenny Galladay is not out there. Yeah, they I think they scored 21 points and 22 points in those first two weeks without him. Uh, also, Dalvin Cook is fucking good. So they're already it's already a bad matchup, and then you tell me their middle linebacker is out with COVID. Again, COVID seems to be the theme this week. I think the it's a very juicy matchup where Kirk Cousins doesn't even need to invoke his ability to fuck it up. Well, and you saw, I mean, Detroit very susceptible to the run game. You saw what uh, you know, what Wilkins and Naheem Hines did for the Colts. I mean, Phillip Rivers and the Colts, they put up what, forty one on the lines, and granted there was a defensive touchdown in there, and Phillip Rivers didn't look that amazing. You know, Kirk Cousins at home. I think Justin Jefferson, Thielen, they should have uh, and, big and what games. was the problem? Galladay left early in that one, and they yeah. couldn't stretch the field. They're just not the same without Galladay. That's a great point. Marvin uh, Hall maybe is that guy, but he's not Galladay. Yeah, and Minnesota, their their defense ha- isn't amazing, but again, we'll see if Stafford ends up playing. But without Galladay, it's not the same. And you know, they don't have they don't have Dalvin Cook. I I, I think it'll be crazy to expect him to have another. Four touchdown game, but he still should be able to move the ball. Four still feels a little high for this Minnesota team. I guess what I'm scared about is huge. It feels like there's a big letdown spot. They just went into Green Bay and took down the Packers. Now they're coming home. Was that their Super Bowl ride? We we see this all the time where shitty teams they have their Super Bowl. 
and now possible letdown spot. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm with you on Minnesota though. My thought is that we we should lean into our thoughts on Mr. Mike Zimmer and this potentially is a different team coming out of the bye. Maybe he's a good coach and maybe yeah. the explanation is he just coached up his team in the bye week. So uh, I think too many injuries for Detroit. If this if the spread moves a ton though, like if if this somehow becomes a Minnesota by would Stafford be worth 7.6 points? Would it be 10 without him? Oh, I I would say then you're buying back. Nine and it feels like it'd be in the seven and a half to nine and a half range. I just think the 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 lack of Galladay is going to be too much to overcome here. Yeah, and Dalvin no, Cook can win this game without without any help from Cousins. So Baltimore heads to Indy, the ultimate city revenge game. Show. Oh, and uh, quick sidebar: do yourself a favor and Google uh, <laughs> Mike Zimmer's girlfriend. Surprisingly, yeah, you will attractive. Be you will be shocked. Uh, Oh, I didn't even throw this out. Minnesota five and zero against the spread in the last five against Detroit. Really? So it's a nice little chew trend. on that. Baltimore heads to Indy, where many many moons ago, Sean, uh, the great city of Indian Indianapolis pulled off the heist that stole the Colts from Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's back as a three point favorite, minus one fifty on the money line. Indy plus one thirty. I think we mumbled to ourselves, "Boy, betting on this Colts team is hard." And they proceeded to win by 20 points. Yep. Uh, a couple, couple ways you can approach this game, right? Like Pittsburgh, big game for this Baltimore team. They kind of got their ship pushed in, and there, there's there's reasons to believe coming off this game. The left tackle and the right tackle are out. Yeah, like, I mean that's done. That's well, Stanley good. Stanley being out is huge. Ravens coming off a loss. You think Lamar Jackson would get up for this game? Here's where I, I, I my instincts tell me take the Colts plus three. Like it feels like almost the Colts should be favored at home. Why are the Colts not favored? Yeah, that's what I kept looking at. So what I'm worried about from the Colts side is I'm worried the Colts offensive line sucks. Yeah, offensive line not as good as we thought. Uh, I'm worried about Rivers dealing with possibly some pressure. I'm worried about River's arm, which is looking extra noodly. It just those out routes just aren't pretty. But on the other side, the Colts defense showed some life with Darius Leonard. And that front seven, I think, is super athletic, super fast. And if you have fast athletic linebackers that can tackle and create plays, we've seen the Ravens struggle with that, right? We saw, I mean, that's how I mean, you you listen to Tomlin in the post game. He was just basically laying out how you beat the Ravens. He goes, "We draft fast, athletic linebackers." They're like, "Oh, you have you have linebackers covering their covering Mark Andrews." He's like, "Yeah, that's we draft those guys so that I mean, they, Mike Tomlin might be a good coach, Sean. We're, <laughs> we're still investigating that. He really is, and I think Darius Leonard fits that profile. He's going to be able to cover Mark Andrews, and he's going to be able to tackle Lamar Jackson. The dude is a legit stud. The fact that this has gotten up to three, God, I'm going to take Indy plus three. It, this is a little bit nerve wracking, but I'm leaning home dogs. What this are you worried? Feel good. I'm, I'm can, what are you worried about here? Like, are you worried, worried about, about, about the fact that like this Baltimore team just can beat everyone but Pittsburgh and, and Kansas City? Yeah, and I'm worried the Colts are closer to mediocre than good, and no. and that Baltimore has a way of beating up on teams where they have a a talent advantage. But I, I don't know if it is uh, really just honestly. I'm worried about 
Rivers noodle arm. If this was two and a half, I would be explaining how you're supposed to uh, lay the two and a half and and take the three and a half, but it's not. I, I do think like when you're a team that runs the ball a hell of a lot and has a quarterback that has been mistaken for a running back before, <laughs> I I do think it matters to lose your your left and your right tackle. I do think it matters. Uh, Mar- Marlon Humphrey tested positive, by the way. Yeah. Um. The the stupid trend is that Indy is five and zero against Baltimore straight up, at home. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, you're you're talking Andrew Luck versus Joe Flacco it's, days. It's a it's a city rivalry, Sean. And uh, I mean, Indy should get up for this game. I'm not but, I'm not worried I, about I'll that. I'll lean into I'll lean into this. I'll say this. I I, I this should be a pick'em. That's my thought on it. This. Really this should. should. If not, both maybe. teams have underperforming offenses and really good defenses. So yeah. I, if there was going to be a total cheers, if there was going to be a total that I would say, look towards this might be it, Sean, because I, I don't know. I, I, I could see a game where neither team is putting up a lot of points. It's still 45, which almost feels high. Yeah. Uh, it feels like this could be an ugly game. Uh, if this is a 21, 20 game, I'm not surprised. And if that Blankenship, that nerd kicker from Georgia with his, the rec specs, if he misses an extra point and costs us this game, I'm going to be so pissed. So I, I, I do think it could, I like that guy for the record. I think he's going to come through for us. I, I like him, but last week he missed an extra point. I was ready to lose my mind. Of course, didn't end up mattering. That's how it normally goes. Kramer, before we get to some of these late games, want to shout out thrive fantasy already got my thrive fantasy lineup. Good to go. Ready to go DFS, but it's a uh, next level DFS instead of salary calculating all that stuff. It's simply player props. Their NFL game. So fun to play. They give you 20 player props. You pick your 10 favorite and simply just go over or under. It's just that easy. They've given out 1.6 million in prizes over at thrive fantasy, go to thrivefantasy.com, download the thrive fantasy app. And of course use that promo code SGP. Hundred percent deposit match up to fifty dollars using the promo code SGP. That's a hundred de- uh, percent deposit match up to fifty dollars over at ThriveFantasy.com. Get it over at ThriveFantasy.com. And if you already filled out a lineup like me and Sean, make yes. sure you go back because some of these receivers that had props now COVID. So if you want to adjust before the game starts, get, get yeah, that Thursday night lineup could be a little wonky. <laughs> They give, they do give you two backup picks in case of emergency, but now that some of these guys have been ruled out with COVID, yeah, it's tough. Double check that lineup, and uh, yeah, and if you want to hear who we took, you can check out our DFS picks podcast. We gave out Millionaire Maker lineup, some Breeders Cup picks, and of course a Thrive Fantasy lineup. Lots of and how much did, does it cost to subscribe to the podcast, Sean? <laughs> All our content is fucking free. <laughs> All right, Jesus mo- Christ, moving on. Still early. Carolina coming off Thursday night. That loss uh, looks like Christian McCaffrey is going to be back. Uh, they head to Kansas City. Kansas City is a ten and a half point favorite, minus five twenty five on the money line for the Chiefs. Four fifteen for the Panthers. That's a big money line, Sean. Fifty two and a half is the total. Oh boy, this is a bad spot for Kansas City. I think. Really? I'm all over Kansas City here. I'm I'm going to stop overthinking it. Mahomes 28 and 14 against the spread and Carolina's been kind of frisky, but 
they're down some of their defensive guys in that front seven. I do think, and I like Robbie Anderson DFS this week. I do think there's going to be some opportunity in garbage time. So maybe the back door becomes an issue, but Kansas City at home against this Carolina defense, this road defense, which I don't think will travel for them. I, I think they just they just don't have anyone that can guard Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, or as I said on the DFS Picks podcast, Clyde Edwards Hilaire getting involved in the passing game. They're just going to be able to march up and down their field. And I think there was a switch that flipped uh, right, you know, either before or during that Buffalo game where Kansas City got a little bit into FU mode. Yeah. They got one of those liquid IVs. They got some ibuprofen. The hangover is gone, Ryan. You know how you get that uh, little like burst of energy after you kind of pass the hangover state? I feel like that's where we're at with this Chiefs team. I, I think they're backdoor, a little nervous at 10 and a half. But I, I I think this is going to be thirty five twenty one. I'm going Chiefs here. And Carolina has been frisky again. I I was higher on them most during the season, but uh, I, so I they're still, coming off longer rest. Yeah, Kansas City going into the bye after this. I just don't see which a, I I think for them they're a little bit more dialed in. You can't really look ahead to your bye. I'm not saying they're going to look ahead to their bye. I just think. I, I the Panthers are the perfect kind of backdoor team. Yeah. And I think with the way this team has been playing to, to get that bump of having Christian McCaffrey come back and then you you want to give the Super Bowl champs their best spot, their best shot. So I was I'm a little surprised to hear you say you're not taking the Chiefs this week. So oh, I'm, the Panthers you mean. Sorry, the Panthers this week. It, it feels like a good time to take the Panthers. W- remember, who who did the Chiefs play last week, Sean? We had them in the Survivor. Oh, the Jets. Yeah, I I don't think that's a good way to measure a team. So I, I'm gonna play a little bit of Carolina coming off the loss, long rest, heading to Kansas City. Maybe they sleepwalk a little bit here, an early kick in Kansas City. Sean, remember they're not an East Coast time. And uh, should I should I keep reaching for other reasons <laughs> to take Carolina? I, I I just think the back door is gonna be. I, wide I think open. if you're, I think a, a good way to approach this Chiefs team is if you're gonna fade them against the spread. You got to kind of have a strong angle. And I couldn't, I looked at the matchups, I looked at the team, I looked at the situation spots, and I just couldn't come in with a, a strong enough case to fade Kansas City. And Matt Rule, that's that's the reason. He's a good coach, but he's only got so much talent, Ryan. Matt Rule off a loss. <laughs> I love Matty Rule. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm so glad he didn't end up in the division coaching the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Giants. He's in Carolina. Hopefully, it shouldn't be an issue down there. Yeah. All right. Next up, another early kick. Houston and Jacksonville coming off the bye. This one's being played in Jacksonville. Houston is six and a half point favorite, minus two seventy five on the money line. Jacksonville plus two thirty five at home. Fifty and a half is the total. Uh, we have Jake Luton, Luton, Lutton, Lutton, Glutton for Lutton. <laughs> uh, look here. Here's the deal. Lutton for punishment. Uh, I have a fact. I have a couple okay. of facts about this guy. Uh, just a guess. He's six six two twenty five. Okay. What do you think he ran the forty in? Four six. Four six. Okay. That was a that was my guess. Five point one two seconds. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my if god. you had to guess, is that faster or slower than Philip Rivers ran his? That's a great trivia. 
I would say the fact that you're asking lends me to believe it's slower than Philip Rivers by four hundredths of a second. <laughs> he ran a slower forty oh time God. than Philip Rivers. Not not a great offensive line, by but remember Minshew was playing with a broken thumb, which somehow he hid from the team. That was interesting. Also, uh, Jake Glutton for Lutton. Yep. Completed Lutton for punishment. Clinton completed less than forty percent of his passes when under pressure in college. Twenty-eight and three touchdown interception. Although he was only five and six at Oregon State. Do you know what his reputation was but from the draft? <laughs> no, place? a giant pussy who wasn't willing to take a shot with the ball. Hence his twenty-eight to three interception to touchdown ratio. I, I would be very concerned when you're talking about a Jacksonville team that has lost six in a row. They've given up thirty-one and a half points a game. Yeah. I think the weather is their best chance of having a chance here. It sounds like it could have could be thunderstorms with a little bit of rain. It uh, could be rain. Could be wind, ten to twenty miles an hour. I just I have Houston in my DFS lineup as a defense. I think Houston is a streaming defense this week. Jacksonville, as we kind of discussed before the season, could be one of the worst teams we've seen in a while. They got us off the scent the scent with that win week one against the Colts. And they've kind of been going downhill ever since. Our Lord and Savior Minshew is no longer there. There's no reason to hop on this gravy train anymore. And while it's absolutely batshit crazy to lay six and a half points with this fucking Texans team, yeah, I think the defense scores a touchdown. I think the defense covers the spread without the offense. I'll say, wow, that. give me Houston. They're in play for Survivor. Let's go. Coming off the bye. Yeah, I mean, the only argument against Houston in Survivor is it's Romeo Cornell on the road. And I mean, but in consideration. Jake Lutton, yeah, I, I just can't take him. Uh, I mean, we've seen some really bad quarterback play. I, I mean, Mike name. Danucci, Glutton for Lutton, Lutton for punishment. I don't know; they're both good. Uh, you know, JJ Watt came out and says he doesn't want to rebuild; he wants to play for a title, which isn't going to happen in Houston. No, but I think in Houston, you know, they're they're really bad at pressuring the quarterback. But Jacksonville is worse somehow. They're both really bad. But I think this could be maybe where JJ Watt gets up, makes a couple of plays, and and Jacksonville they don't need to win th- this game because they're in tank mode. Whereas Houston, they don't have their first round pick. They don't have their second round pick. These guys are playing for their jobs. Uh, so I, I you think, think Romeo Cornell is trying to tank. No. I, I don't absolutely d- not. That guy's trying <laughs> to live. Like, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just, like, these guys are playing for jobs. So uh, this is honestly one of the more. Uh, this might be my lock, Sean. It's crazy that Jeez. it's only six and a half over at my bookie.ag right now. In the Capra Cup, Ryan, it's seven and a half. Really? They at least make you think about it. Are you thinking about it at that point? No, well, I. I mean, certainly versus six and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if this I'm is still taking it, but I at least sorry, there's some hesitation. I part guess part of the reason I'm stalling right now is I'm I'm running over to get down on this <laughs> over at mybookie.ag. All right, now that that business is concluded, Sean, last early game, yep. my New York Giants coming off the Monday night cover in Tampa or at home against Tampa. They head to the nation's capital where the football team coming off their by are two and a half point favorites, minus 135 on the money line. Giants plus 115. 42 is the total. Tell tell me something. Tell me something. What do you want me to tell you? Tell me how you're taking Danny Dimes. One in sixteen against all teams named not the Washington 
football team. However, against the Washington football team, three and oh. Yeah. It is hilarious that the other one win was that that game against the Bucks where they missed a twenty seven yard field goal to give uh, the Giants the game. However, revenge spot for the Washington football team, who probably you can make a case if they don't go for two uh, randomly, maybe they get it to overtime and win that game. They dominated them in in yards in that game, and this Washington defense against this New York Giants so, Sean, offensive line. There's one thing I know at this point about the Giants. Yes, they cover against the Redskins. Period. I, I appreciate you telling me why it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter the quarterback. Whether Dream it's, Crusher it's, game whether for uh, the Giants what? Monday Night Football. <laughs> They actually Are thought they were. Are you kidding me? That you did you, you not hear the words of uh, Logan Ryan today talking pra- high praise for this 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 program, high praise for Joe Judge, high praise for the franchise after the uh, assistant trainer helped save his wife by suggesting she should go to the ER. It's a class act. Look, they suck, but they yeah. beat the red. They beat the football team. They beat the Redskins five and zero against the spread. Last five games <laughs> on the road, the Giants are yeah again road warriors. All rise. Uh, Danny Dimes has not lost. Oh, I, sorry, let's try that again. Danny Nichols. Oh, he's knocked around to Danny, Danny Nichols. Nichols. Is uh, it doesn't rhyme as well. He's not lost against Washington. Last thing I'll say: the Giants are five and one against. Washington in Washington over their last six. They just take care of business there. You know who took care of business? Ron Rivera dominating cancer. They're fired up. I, I just think this I mean good I, I don't mean to laugh at him. No, I know. Cancer. I you're laughing at me, including it in the handicapping of this game. However, I think the Washington football team, that defense is going to create some turnovers against Danny Dimes, and that's going to be Say the difference. Ain't so, Sean. Danny Nichols, sorry, Ryan. Say great, it, great nickname. Say it ain't so. Say so you're taking so. the Giants plus two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Giants. Okay, on, hold on. Let me let me get up my abacus. Joe Judge. Sorry. All rise. The New York Football Giants are four and zero against the spread on the road under Joe Judge this year. So let's let's keep that. Gravy train rolling. Sometimes you just got to get on a horse that wins, Sean. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders, they head to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, where the Chargers are a pick'em. Sean, they're a pick'em. Minus 115 on the money line. Raiders minus 105. 52 is the total. I mean, I guess we can get cute here and just suggest the Raiders are going to win by a point or something like that. Uh, it's at a it's at a pick. I mean, to me, it's just I can't take this fucking Chargers team. I can't. How run. can you? I can't. I didn't take them last week because they. I just know they're gonna collapse. And I, as much as I don't like taking the Raiders, we got to get our shit going mentally. To me, another like the last dagger in taking the Raiders was Joey Bosa. Now in the concussion protocol, doesn't sound like he's gonna go. Uh, the Vegas Raiders. Sounds like they're probably going to get the right tackle Trent Brown back. They accidentally, and I'm laughing because it's such insane medical negligent negligence. But instead of giving him the pregame IV, they somehow gave him air in the bloodstream, so he had to go to the hospital. But by all accounts, he's going to be okay. Noah Fant had a really good game against this Chargers defense. Darren Waller, I think, could have a a good game. And the Chargers, they are susceptible to that deep ball. Look for. Henry Ruggs flashing in this game, uh, but I actually other- think the run, they're they're 
they're vulnerable to this running attack. I, I think too. Yeah, no, and Warren Sharp was like, you know, really just fucking putting the uh putting the Chargers in the woodshed because they get up and they get these leads and then they they do that predictable thing where they run on first down, yeah. run on second down, and then, you know, pass on third and long. And Herbert, I mean, they just don't say aggressive enough at, with the Chargers offense. Herbert is good and there there could be some opportunities, him and Keenan Allen. But I, I just can't take this Chargers well, team. Chargers nine and fifteen against the spread at home. Now, normally some of that is because they don't really have home games, and this stadium would be packed with the uh, Raiders fans yeah. if they were allowing fans. So maybe that helps the Chargers. Back to back road game uh, for the uh, for the Raiders. That's a decent angle, but it, it's not travels not crazy. And again, this Chargers team, I just can't pick them right Raiders, now. Raiders uh, dog shit. At- Getting after the quarterback, dead last in uh, hit rate, 29th in sack rate. Let me ask you this. No, I mean, like, will if- wind because uh, we're the Santa Anas are blowing out here. And, and I, you know, of course, I'm a kicking specialist. I'm looking at the wind forecast. So for LA, LA actually has the highest projected wind impact on a game right now. But they can't. I mean, I well, know there's on. some oh, open 20, sides. 25. To it. 25 mile an hour winds with gusts up to 40 miles. I mean, you know, those Santa Ana winds, they can blow. So let me ask you this, but the stadium construction, the open air stadium will, can it, can it create any sort of vortex of air? Will it matter? I mean, we're about to find out, but I would be shocked. I mean, just looking at that thing, it doesn't look like um, it doesn't really look like the wind could affect it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it's too easy to say, pick the Raiders. What do you mean? All it's too money, easy. This is the year of things being too easy, right? All the money's on the Raiders too, which the, the Raiders as like a public almost favorite. Uh, on yeah, the no, I mean that's scary. But again, do you, what's scarier? Oh, betting on the Raiders. I'm this. I'm making a point while also refilling my drink. They're pointing out on YouTube that I've run dry. I'm getting some more of this awesome uh, shelter distilling are, whiskey. No, no, no chance anyone had an idea that there was whiskey hidden behind there. <laughs> uh, so getting a little refill here, Kramer. What's scarier, uh, taking the Raiders on the road or taking the Chargers in any sort of game? But it, I think your logic is correct when 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 they're favored. If you're asking me if they can, well, and, and I think you can still get this as like a plus one. But, but, Sean, I think we've we've fallen we've fallen too far away from what it was like to fade Gruden. That's true. And honestly, mainly just because I know it'll pick, piss off our 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 Chiefs fan friend, Mr. <laughs> Crouch. But I, I think I think I'm gonna take the Chargers okay. this week. I don't, I don't love either side of this, but I'm, I think the chargers get it done because to your point, I don't know if the wind matters. And I think there's both sides of this are going to have opportunities to move the ball. Give me the chargers, the chargers get it done. Well, and again, to me, it was back to back road spot. John was, Gruden. I don't know if he can take advantage of this. Well, I, and I, I would say I don't Gruden not higher on my, not super high on my power rankings, but he does beat out Anthony Lynn as far oh, as head coach. Interesting. Yeah, I just I'll be curious to see what Herbert looks like. No pressure coming from Oakland. No, and he it, your shootout angle is probably good. I mean, if I was giving out a total, I would like the over 52 here. Mm-hmm. Um this feels like a 31-27 game, which the the Raiders will pull out. Um it, Ryan, 
the Chargers just fuck up everything. I, it's just in my DNA to take and a team the, that just choked three weeks in a row. Feels like there's a good good opportunity. The look ahead move three points in a key divisional matchup. It just but the Joey Bosa injury. I, I I was making similar thought. I had similar thoughts as the you on this Chargers game, but the Bosa injury is what really did it for me. Well, he's not out for certain. D line concussion protocol. Where's your concussion uh, deep dive data say? I think they're always usually out for a week. D lineman, right? I don't know. I mean, he seems like he could be pretty dumb if his baseline is low enough. This he's the smarter of the Bosa brothers. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, by the way, that was a one tw- an afternoon kick, Sean. Uh, Pittsburgh heads to Dallas, where some. Why the fuck? I mean, I get it. Pittsburgh, Dallas. There's history here, but why are we? Why is this one of the three games we got to watch? Why is this one of the three late? Give games? us that fourth game. It makes such a difference. But, but why is this? Got to be one of the games. Well, they probably thought it was a great game coming into the season. Pittsburgh minus fourteen, minus eight hundred on the money line. Fifth, uh, forty-one and a half is the total. If you wanted to be an idiot and bet Dallas, it's five fifty on the money line. <laughs> Not going to be nearly as live as the dog that I played on Monday night with my New York Football Giants. Uh, what are we? What are we talking about? Dallas is zero eight against the spread, Sean. Yeah, and um, Walter Football had this nugget, which I thought was pretty good. Normally, you think road favorites, 13 or more, a lot of value going the other way. However, when the CBA in 2010, they adjusted the practice schedule, like what you could do and stuff. Since 2010, road favorites of 13 and more are actually six and three against the spread. But again, all that's immaterial because you're fading this dog shit Dallas Cowboys team. Well, and, and Sean, recency, it just the, the team, the home team just covered last week with the New York Football Giants. Yeah. So, no way it's going to not back to back just like that. And so they're splitting reps between Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert. In so a way, dumb. You just have so to. So dumb. I mean, I'm so glad you brought this up. It's my first bullet. <laughs> Pick a guy. If if they don't. They don't know who their guy is, and we have a game in four days. If you don't know if it, you just have to pick. Gary Gilbert at Cooper Rush and give them a hundred percent of the reps because they need these reps. And they're clearly both worse than they're, Danucci. They're they're a step down <laughs> from Danucci. They these were the fourth this is a battle between the fourth and fifth string quarterback for the Cowboys. And either the fourth string quarterback or the fifth string quarterback is gonna start with only fifty percent of the reps I don't coming mean into the week. Yeah, I don't mean to be disrespectful to the AAF, but one of these guys was playing in the AAF. Yeah, and Garrett Gilbert. 21, uh, 52 yards, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions. All right, let me rattle this shit off. Uh, Dallas has a buy on deck. That can't come soon enough. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh gets an offensive lineman back. Wisniewski is back. Well, and again, in, in the same reason that I like, um, you know, these, uh, the edge rushers and uh, what was that other game where they're uh, oh, against Tennessee? It, the same way I like the Bears going up against the Tennessee, missing the left tackle. I love these Steelers, Bud Dupree and Watt going up against this yep. tackleless Cowboys team. We mentioned on the DFS podcast uh, the the Steelers defense is forty nine hundred on DraftKings, the highest price ever. ever for a Pittsburgh def or for a defense in DraftKings. That's telling you Dallas back to back games without a touchdown. So and they're zero and eight against the spread as we keep pointing out. So maybe there's some regression there, but is it enough? We'll flip to the other side. Pittsburgh is five and zero ATS in their last five. Yeah, and they have the Bengals next week. Is that really? Are they really no. looking past no. the Cowboys? I, ben, I don't think so. Big Ben takes care of those teams from Ohio. 
Uh, Cowboys defense, we we've discussed this. They're horrible. Thirty three point three points per game. Fun nugget about Andy Dalton. Uh, he might not even be back week ten since he's landed himself on the COVID yeah. list. <laughs> not the concussion. Imagine going from a concussion to having COVID. Poor, poor Andy Dalton. Uh, look, the only reason you pause is Pittsburgh is on. Uh, they're coming off a big win. It's it's a back to back road game. But yeah, they it's against the Cowboys, and I think they could probably roll if they just hike the ball to to Connor every down. Yeah, like no quarterback at all. Does the, here's my question to you, Sean. The original look ahead was nine and a half. Does the defense cover that? So I mean, certainly it's a possibility, right? Where where they put up two defensive touchdowns? How, how do they not score eight? I, I mean, they, they score touchdowns against good offenses. They scored a touchdown against Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I, I don't know why we're 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 both playing this game where we're trying to like fish <laughs> for reasons to not fade the Cowboys. We're fading the Cowboys. And we're we're the smartest motherfuckers in the room for the first time in in ten years because the head Cowboys, of the curve Cowboys have not won yet, Sean. No, they have not covered the spread. What? Oh, okay. oh, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna go to the next game. Continue. Before we get to uh, some of the late games, Ryan, perfect time to give a shout out to Ace per head. Again, Ace is the place if you're thinking about starting your own online sportsbook. Heard about all these crazy election odds, all this crazy election action. You could be operating your own online sports book. Ace per head, they they give you the odds, they grade the odds. So for the election, you don't have to be updating them. Ace per head will update those odds automatically in your own customized sports book. Again, they got all the scores, all this or you know, all the sports, all the scores, all the spreads. They take e care of esports, player Sims. props, mobile in-game wagering. They really do have it all. And again, ACE is the place if you want to start your own sports book. Just go to acebread.com slash SGP. That's acebread.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. I know a couple guys who use this, who run their own local shops. Swear by it. Acebread.com slash SGP. Stop trying to beat the bookie and just become a bookie. ACE is the place if you want to start your own sports book, Ryan. All right, Sean. Next up, the meet Miami Dolphins head to Arizona. Arizona coming off the bye, minus four and a half, minus two ten on the money line. Miami plus one seventy five. Forty eight is the total. I gotta be honest, Sean. Uh, you know, the more I dove into this, the more I found reasons to be entertained by Miami in this spot. But boy, this is certainly a an awfully short spread. Awfully short spread for this Arizona team that has looked pretty good. I know the buy hasn't been great for teams. Yeah. But, and I know, like, the biggest angle I found that kind of made me worried about this Arizona team is this is clearly the best defense they've faced. Well, and, and this Miami defense has been pretty scrappy. They actually lead the league in uh, points given up allowed and, and only 34 points in their last three games. Uh, you know, granted, one of those teams was the Jets. I, I was gonna say, and then I looked at the Dolphins, and it's like if you look at their schedule, they played the Patriots, the Bills, the Jags, the Seahawks, the 49ers, the Jets. There's some good teams in there. I mean, the the Rams team is a solid team. Again, it was a good situation spot for Miami. Seattle certainly a good team. Uh, Byron Jones against DeAndre Hopkins. If you're a Miami fan, you kind of think or Howard. 
one of those two. Yeah, you you kind of think you're going to be able to handle that matchup. I, I think it could be a big Chase Edmonds game. You know, with Kenyon Drake out, I think the uh, Arizona running back he's going to have a good game. Feels like a letdown spot actually for Miami, coming off a yeah. huge win. And again, they were being very conservative with their play calling, not running the or you know not throwing the ball aggressively on first down. It doesn't seem like they trusted Tua from their game plan, and that Adam Schefter nugget that they dropped um, before the game, I think, really gave me a lot of insight to this Dolphin situation. Where I was trying to wrap my head, I'm like, why would they get rid of Fitz? You know, let Tua is your guy. Let him let him sit on the bench. Fitz is playing competitive. Why are you making the move now? And then Schefter dropped the bomb, and it totally Smart. makes sense that. Now, because they have Houston's pick, and because Houston's pick is going to be so high, they want to know whether or not they want to draft a quarterback. And you know why they want to know whether or not they draft the quarterback? Because they don't think they drafted the right quarterback. The fact that they're starting Tua right now, you could you on the surface you're like, wow, they must be really confident in this guy. To me, it shows they're a little bit worried yeah. about what they've seen no, from Tua right. and watching him. I mean, we saw. We saw, you know, from the Chargers quarterback, we saw him come in. Dude looked like a fucking player. We've seen Burrow. Dude looked like a player. Um, and, and you just see that instantly from the mechanics, from the way they carry themselves. I didn't get that feeling from Tua. I mean, I don't. Uh, did those other guys open their seasons against Aaron Donald? In fairness, like that, that probably no. That's that's totally fair. Probably would have been pretty terrifying. And, and maybe they made it a more conservative game plan to ease him he in. He didn't look confident though. We we one thing we noticed is he didn't seem to know what to do. He didn't make any plays with his feet, any athletic plays, and that to me was the appeal of too of like, okay, this is a guy who can create stuff. Yeah. And I don't really see any of that even as the game went on. Uh, also, I, I I missed this earlier, but Miles Gaskin is going to be out, and Miles Gaskin he was a guy I liked that pad level. I like the way he caught the ball out of the backfield. I really think he was helpful for this offense. You put Patrick Peterson on Devonte Parker, uh, Gasecki, who I was, you know, sucking off for most of the season and been a big disappointment as of late. Shaheen, maybe he does something against Arizona, but I, I'm just looking at this game and I'm trying to figure out how Miami puts up points against this Arizona defense, which isn't amazing, but I think they're going to struggle. So I, I I got Arizona here. At whatever the number at four and a half, yeah, give it to me. Plus, uh, going from that humidity to the dry heat of Arizona, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, this was a game where I, I originally circled it just because it felt like a short line. Arizona is a very, very, very good offense. Specifically, they're good at doing the thing that Miami does horribly, which is stop the run. And last week we didn't have to see their run defense because for some reason the Rams kind of. Special teams, defense, that helped, but game got away from they seem to give too many opportunities to Jared Goff. So I love uh Ky I think Kyler Murray's gonna run for a bunch of yards in this game. I think Tua could look confused. There's no reason for me to believe that Tua is gonna snap out of it in one week. So uh, I'm gonna lay the points with an Arizona team that while they haven't faced a defense, you know, a defense of this caliber, I do think they're gonna be able to get shit done coming out of the bye week. Next up, Sunday night football, Sean. New Orleans, the Saints, they head to Tampa coming off that Monday night spot. My, Tampa minus four and a half, minus 220 on the money line. New Orleans plus 180. 51 and a half is the total. Tampa, I mean, all right. So maybe Antonio Brown's a fucking cancer. Yeah. He said he's a better person. 
Shout out to TB. Well, he's on that TB12 method, and that's the uh, that's a photo we got in our uh, window here over at the YouTube. He's got a mustache going. Got the got a great uh, great smile going. What like why? Help me understand. I mean, the the line indicates that no one has a clue. Other than Tampa's clearly better than New Orleans. Yeah. From a market perspective, I, I'm intrigued by New Orleans. But when you look at how what you have to do to beat Tampa, you have and we saw it with the Giants, they didn't execute on it. We saw it with Herbert. You have to be able to go down the field. And and, and there were wide open shots down the field. There were shot plays there for uh Danny Dimes, Danny Nichols, and he just couldn't convert. Please. Drew Brees has thrown six balls over 20 yards this season. So six. Bad. He's and, so bad. And again, a little bit of breaking news as well. He's dealing with some uh he's dealing with a shoulder injury. Not and this is the perfect type of injury. Not enough to keep him out of the game. Nope. But if he's already struggling to put the ball down the field, played a very physical Bears team. Now they're going to another uh, back-to-back road game in Tampa Bay. We always love fading New Orleans anyway. In Tampa. I, in Tampa, that's historically a spot where we love the Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, this would be really easy if Tampa Bay would have lost uh, to the Giants, but even still, this is a great bounce back spot for them. They were looking ahead for sure. Yeah. Now they're they're on a short week, yada yada. But I, I, I mean, Antonio Brown against this New Orleans secondary, yes, please. Here's what I'll say: Giants got after Brady a little bit. Giants That's true. Have a decent pass rush, but it's not it's not as good as the Saints. Saints have a better defensive line, and you could see with the with the the strength of the Giants is that that front seven and their yeah. ability to get to them. So that would worry me uh, with the way that Tom is still a statue. But I, I just I don't think you can beat this Bucks defense without going down the field. This this strategy of just throwing it to Kamara and handing the ball off is not going to work against this Bucks team. Yeah, and, and especially with their athletic linebackers, you know, like the White, uh, Levante, David, like they have some guys. Now, certainly you can't completely shut down Kamara, but I think they have some guys that can tackle in space, maybe create some turnovers. I just even if Michael Thomas plays, I think they're just going to struggle to pass the ball to the receivers. You're going to have to do that eventually. I tweeted out Jameis sighting, but I I don't think he will be involved. Now maybe they do some bullshit uh, with the coach's son Boy, that there, would be something. And uh, you coach's know, <laughs> but I, again, I really like Tampa Bay in this spot. I mean, yeah, and specifically if you want to circle like the matchup that this Tampa passing offense is really rounding into shape. And I hope that Antonio Brown being there doesn't make it worse, but it seems like Tom Brady legitimately has chemistry with this guy. For He's whatever living reason. in his house. And and we saw it in the, on the Patriots, he comes in and boom, he's the guy. So uh, hard, hard to not want to lay the points here. I'm, I'll, I'm with you, Sean. Let's take Tampa last up Monday night football, uh, new England minus seven. Minus three hundred on the money line in New York against the Jets. Who, by the way, Sean Sam Darnold is the franchise quarterback. Adam Gase is part of the solution. So says the GM. Fucking dummy. Plus two fifty on the money line. Forty two and a half is the total. Joe, you you told me Joe Flacco's starting. Yep. You tell me we get a chance. It to, sounds like it. I, I don't know if it's official, but you're telling me we get a chance to fade <laughs> Sam Darnold or fade Joe Flacco. One more, one more time to fade Joe Flacco. Can you, uh, I mean, when he took that 28 yard sack against Miami, I'm Sean, like, 
we gotta we gotta just never pick uh, this guy again. Not that we did. I mean, we had Miami, but Jets are third in adjusted line yards on defense. What does that tell me? They have the ability to slow down a one-dimensional running attack. Okay, potentially. But I would say this: Cam actually looked a little bit better uh, throwing the ball against Jacoby Buffalo. Myers went off a little bit, and I guess apparently he was dealing with a hand injury. Um, you know, his release still not amazing, but I think they'll be able to throw in this Jets team. Maybe you know, it's maybe it's the Jets Super Bowl, but to me, the Super Bowl really is. Bill Belichick will not let himself lose to Adam Gase. Nope. This is a man, a prideful man. Now, granted, he eats at Subway, which no man who has pride should eat at Subway. Couple million dollars, you'll eat at Subway, Sean. Well, if I if you ever hear a Subway ad on this on this <laughs> network, you know I've completely sold out. But uh, we will. Wow, okay, so you have some sort of moral standard. We will Subway. welcome uh, Subway on. Uh, no problem advertising alcohol, gambling, tobacco, but Subway is where I draw the line. Sean. I mean, Damian Harris, I think, could have a nice game here. Uh, and oh. Cam, Cam looks better. Like, not amazing, but I think competent enough to beat this Jets team. To me, it's just like Adam Gase is a very predictable, boring, shitty, sucky offense, which even with Belichick and his limited talent, they're going to car. I mean, they're going to beat the shit out of the Jets. So the only game the Jets covered this year. Was that Bills game where Josh Allen did everything in his power to not cover? Yes, that's my concern because Cam has those same kind of powers. But I, I here's what I would say: the Bills won the game by eight points without scoring a touchdown. Does that sound like something that the Patriots are capable of? Yes. I, I texted you this earlier in the week, but I, I definitely this definitely has like Jets only win of the season written all over it. But of course, I'm laying the points. One yeah. and seven against the spread. There, there's not, it's not many. You don't frequently get this kind of fade opportunity. Nick Fortune in the YouTube uh, chat room pointing out this is the Jets Super Bowl. But I would say this I, I don't know if the Jets have a Super Bowl in them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because they're, they're just so shitty. The players hate the coach so much. They're clearly just not interested in playing on any sort of level. And, uh, like I just don't imagine any sort of pep out of this team. Now you throw in Joe Flacco, I, I just don't see it, man. Yeah, no, I mean if if Joe Flacco is starting, it, it's probably it's probably worth betting it now, just in case. I bet it at minus seven. I, I got a minus seven, and uh, yeah, I mean Sam Darnold. Are we too chalky this week, Sean? No, I, I had a decent number of dogs. I mean, maybe you're too chalky. So his shoulder injury, it feels better than he did, but he aggravated the same shoulder injury. They have a buy next week. Like I, I don't think they're risking four, putting him we, out there. We both have four dogs. And and if you count um the pick'em. The pick'em I'm counting as a dog. Got so it. one, two, three, four. Five. We both have five dogs then. Yeah. Five dogs sounds right. All right, let's 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 get done with this, huh? Let's get on with it. Time for the lock dog tease presented by mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Kramer, who is your lock? Give me the Houston Texans. All day, baby. Twice on Sunday. Wow. Jags suck. Okay. Dog? Dog. I don't have a lot a large dog portfolio to select from, but I'll give you the Colts plus 130, plus okay. 40 if you can find one as steep as that. And for my tease, let's play with some fire here. Let's tease the Giants up to eight and a half. <laughs> that should have been my lock. 
Okay. Let's uh, let's tease. I don't want to double dip. Let's team tease Green Bay down to seven. Oh, they're they would down be to down one, to sorry. one. And then let's uh, let's tease. I mean Pittsburgh to eight. Sounds yeah. right. There you go. All right. Just tease against the Cowboys every week. For my lock. Ooh. Okay. Green Bay. I like how our card's gonna shape up already. I'm looking at the things we agree on. I know exactly what our card's gonna be. <laughs> Love it. I uh, almost took Arizona as the lock. It was between you know Arizona I, and Houston for me. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. Mm. I, I I just love that spot. Uh, this Saints team, they just suck, man. And then Breeze with the shoulder stuff. Doesn't this just feel like a Brady fu game? I'm not. Uh, they were looking ahead to it on Monday yeah. night. I'll say that. I so give me say that. Give me Tampa Bay minus four and a half for my dog. Oh man, I can't keep picking the Bears. I, I have the same dogs every week. Bears, Broncos, Bills, Colts. You already took the Colts. Ooh. You're afraid to take the Bills too, huh? I am afraid to take the Bills. I'll go Bears. You don't want to do a double dog salute? Nah, I'll do uh You should take Denver then. That's the most logical one because Atlanta knows how to blow a game. You're right. Am I gonna I'm going Denver back to back weeks though? Mm, that's dangerous. They just pulled off a miracle. Yeah. But Chicago, uh, Tennessee coming off a loss. That feels like Chicago's gonna cover and you, lose. You're just against. avoiding the Bills altogether. Yeah. You love circling the wagons. Denver plus one sixty is my dog. <coughs> For my T's. Yeah, Green Bay down to one. New England down to one. And uh well, how did I miss putting New England in there? Yeah, come on, Ryan. That was easy. Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. That's danger. I remember when the Jets were getting ten points in Atlanta and they won. And Pittsburgh down to eight. Yeah, Pittsburgh eight feels right. Hopefully, Green Bay doesn't fuck us again. Okay, what are we doing? Survivor. All right, so here's the deal. In the Circus Survivor, Thanksgiving is its own week. So we have been saving those six teams Houston, Detroit, Washington, Dallas, which, I mean, I don't, we're never playing Dallas, and Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Do we burn Pittsburgh now? Is there anyone else on the board? Like, let, let's just have the quick conversation because it's really it comes down to this. Do we like Green Bay enough to make it a survivor pick? We already use Green Bay. Oh, that's right. You can't even use Green Bay. Do we like Houston enough to make it a survivor pick? To me, it's Houston, Pittsburgh, and New England. Okay, but it sounds like you're a little scared of New England. I'm a little scared of New England. I mean, Houston. Yeah, I, I I guess it's just Romeo Cornell does scare me. Uh, I'm looking at the Houston schedule to see if there'll be an opportunity to to play them again. They do play well, the Jets they, in the final game of the season, and they also play Detroit on Thanksgiving. No, no, no. New England, New England. Who? New England. I'm oh, saying. okay. But I'm saying Houston. If we take Houston, we lose playing them against Detroit on Thanksgiving. No, that no, might be I, an I interesting you. option. And, and I'm saying that New England pl plays the Jets again. Is what I'm calling out. Okay. The last week of the season. Oh, right. And that's New England at home. Then let's just do it. Let's play Pittsburgh and just say fuck it. Because I I I don't imagine a world where we want to play Pittsburgh, 
Baltimore in that survivor uh, on that Thursday night. Like that game is going to be such a toss up. Here's Pittsburgh's schedule down the stretch too. They have uh Cincy at Jacksonville, Baltimore, Washington at Buffalo at Cincy, Indy, Cleveland. So not a ton of spots. We'd be jumping on them. This might be the spot. Let's not overthink it. Survive in advance. We'll figure yes. it out the next week. Yeah. I mean, if we lose do no, I, we're, we're not, we're not losing. What do you mean? If we lose, no, right. it's not this week, it's not this week. We're losing. <laughs> all right. Pittsburgh is the survivor pick burning. One of the Thanksgiving plays is that, is that not smart? Do you, you really want to play new England? Don't you? No. I mean, I, we might not I like use that new England in the last week, but we could. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Hanging on to new England. Um. Yeah. Let's do it. And Pittsburgh is the biggest spread of the week. So you get a little patty. No there. one is no one is is disagreeing with us in the chat. So we All must right. be doing something right. They got it. They got what, it locked what could, in. What could possibly for the Capra Cup? I guess we're going Houston. Again, that's seven and a half in the Capra Cup, but we gotta play your we gotta play I don't your give a shit. Tampa Bay. Maybe we don't make it the double pick, but yeah. Tampa Bay. So we got Houston. Um Well, I, I mean, would you prefer I make my lock Arizona? No, is that the same? We don't in the Capra Cup, right? We Let's don't see. mess with these things once they're locked in. We have a very yeah. Houston's gonna win by a lot. I like Houston this week. Okay, so Houston uh, minus seven and a half for the Capra Cup, and we'll see. I, I have a feeling the Circa will also be seven or north. Uh, Tampa Bay. I think the Texans' only cover of the year is against the Jags. <laughs> Tampa Bay is five and a half, but that's probably not a huge difference between four and a half um, in the Capra Cup as well. What uh, what other three games do we like to round it out? Well, we both like Arizona. Yeah, that's a good spot. Fading fading the Dolphins. Uh, we both like Indy. Okay. What's Indy in the Capra Cup? I think it's a uh, it's probably at three. Even if it's two and a half, I don't care. It's two and a half. Go. All right. Indy two and a half. And we both do like um, Minnesota minus four, which that's what it is in the Capra cup. But we're also going to have to play it in the circa just for our gambling mojo. It could skyrocket in the circuit contest, but Brian, we would have to pick it still. Yeah. My, my thoughts are, have we, have we strayed from the four favorites? One dog. Yeah. Last week we strayed, huh? Yeah, we had two dogs last week, and that that treated us pretty well going four and one. Uh, we the the games that we haven't put in that we agree on. <laughs> Buffalo plus three. I don't think either of us want to get. I, I don't want to mess with Russ. I, I, I mean Pittsburgh minus fourteen. Pittsburgh minus fourteen, <laughs> or New England minus seven. To me, why are we overthinking this? Can I? Can I? Can I just Pittsburgh you, is 13 and a half in the Capricorn. Can I give you one nugget that's going to blow your fucking mind? Sure. The nerds over at the Football Outsiders who aren't yes. great at picking games. No. And generally their data skews towards the middle because that's how data works. You 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 have a distribution. Yes. Uh they project this spread should be 17 16 and a half. <laughs> and that's with Dak Prescott data in there. Let's just do it, man. Pittsburgh? Why the fuck not? Is that stupid? No, I'm down. So we got Houston, Tampa Bay, Arizona, Colts, and uh, Pittsburgh. Going back to the four favorites, one dog for the Capper Cup. 
What do you want to double up on? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I guess we do my lock this week, right? Tampa Bay. Yeah. Fuck it. We they, that we seem to be alternating. Let's ride. Wow. Wait. So no totals this week? No, no okay. totals. As as we've not been picking totals at all. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here again. Make sure you toss us a five star review on the uh, Apple Podcast app, or you know, give us a thumbs up wherever you're uh, listening to the podcast. Appreciate that, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate everyone spreading the word, getting DJ Nation out where we keep nipping at the heels of the Athletic Football Podcast. I think we got as close as. Nine spots on the charts. Um, didn't quite pull it off, but I, I'm optimistic in you guys. I know, I know you desperately want to shove the athletic football podcast in a locker, much like uh, I do. And uh, you know, all it takes. I mean, the reviews are coming in, and again, the reviews are avail are are uh, they do have an opportunity to score merch Monday yeah. s- swag as well. So you're kind of killing you're killing two birds with one stone. And again, you know. You got an old lady. You got a child. You got a device. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this election. Feel free to rig it as much as you want. Give us those <laughs> likes, subscribes, upvotes, thumbs. Let's fucking put these other shows in a locker. And again, you're helping us, but you're also helping yourself because yep. if we don't get to the top of the charts, if we don't dominate, and which we will, because we have DJs only behind Hashtag us. Only. Then you know who's going to be giving your gambling content? ESPN. <laughs> You really want that? You really want those? You really want us to be in a suit? Come on! You you probably got a lipper in right now. Let me drinking scroll. a beer. Let like, me come sc- on. <laughs> let me. You scroll. want Skip Bayless hosting a gambling podcast? Oh, let me scroll down the leaderboard of the Capper Cup and find someone from ESPN. Oh, there he is. Yeah. There he is. You heard. want you want people that charge you for their picks? Mm, we're giving you good picks, and it's for fucking free. All we're asking is to just. Throw us a little sweat equity. Spread the word. Give us a rating. Give us a review. And uh, and real quick, Sean, we'll fucking dominate as a team in the Capper Cup. It's yes. a pretty small group of people. Imagine being Nathan Jonkey, who is fifteen and twenty-five in his picks with only seventeen points. Could <laughs> listen to this show and just follow along, but instead, nope, nope. Got to be a hero. Hero ball gets you right to the bottom of the standing, Sean. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Go Giants. Kramer. Let it ride. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.